3: Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now your host,
2: CP The NY Fanatic. Fanatic.
4: Presented by Manscaped. A couple more days before Knicks basketball. Less than a week. And we got another day of training camp in the books so on tonight's show. We're going to recap some of the sad sights and sounds of today's training camp. We heard from Tom Thibodeau, OB Toppin, and uh, and Quentin Grimes. And then we're going to go into our, uh, we're going to do some lineup predictions, man. We're going to have some fun with the Knicks depth chart and, and uh, talk about some of our lineup predictions that we'd like to see this season. I mean, we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what your lineup predictions are going to be. So, uh, we're going to hope to make this an interactive show. Call us up 657 383 1509 or hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it right now. Tonight's panel, we got the squad back in the building. We got the to Cast, Alex Ritaros in here, JD, JD Sports Talk, CK2K. In the building, Uh fellas, how are you feeling today, man? Wednesday night, almost there, hump day, what's, what's good? How how, how, you, how you doing, man?
5: Ready, getting ready for the Knicks season to start, man, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm actually getting hyped for seeing all this new gear that they're getting, and I want that new gear. Like, Bro. I'm seeing all the fitted stuff that the Knicks, again, like what Julius Randall was wearing today. Yeah. Like, I, I want that. Yeah, like, the, I want the black that in my wardrobe.
4: And... They're they flashing all the drip, the practice man. shorts. A lot of people like Nick the practice shorts. shorts. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Fla-
4: flashing all the all the joints, man, and, and nowhere to right. nowhere to get it. So. I don't know. We'll we'll see where uh, we'll, we'll see where we can get that stuff, man. But yeah, I'm, w- I'm with you, Al. is definitely uh, styling and profiling at training camp. But nevertheless, <laughs> uh, Obi Obi had his turn with the media today, and and here is Obi on uh, what he's been working on and and uh, just some thoughts going into year two. Here is Obi.
6: Uh, I just feel like I have more time to, to work with these guys. Uh, we have went to summer league, um, and like, like everyone said, like, uh, as soon as the season was over last year, me and Quick was in here every single day uh, putting in the work. And, and not only me and Quick, but other guys have been like, uh, popping in and working out with us, and it's, like, it's been a grind all summer, and uh, it's going to show in this upcoming year. So,
2: Taylor said he feels like you're a lot better now. What what specifically on the court do you feel like you're
6: doing better than you did last year? Oh, I just feel like everything's slowing down a little bit more uh, for me. But like I said, like I'm I'm putting in the work uh, just like everybody else, uh, and I've been doing that the whole summer. So um, I'm just gonna continue doing that and getting better every
3: day. Okay, what
6: made you what made you want to come here every day? summer? I just I I love the game of basketball and. Like I want to, I know there's always room for improvement and like coming in here, uh, especially coming off the the year, the uh, last year, like I know I had to improve a lot. So uh, coming in there, coming in here every single day this summer, just uh, that was my motivation, like come in and just be better than what you were last year. And
5: you were like, was it seven
2: days, week six? Like how often were
6: you? Nah, it was every day. I'll probably take like probably Sunday off, maybe Saturday, but I was in here every day. Me and
5: three. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you worked on? Is that something? I mean, how, is that something
6: you think you can change or have worked on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Three three pointers like was one of the thing, main focuses. Well, not main, but like one of the uh, things I've worked on this summer. Uh, not only corner, but like everywhere around the three point line. Um, but i'm I'm working on every single thing, not only threes like I'm working on getting to the basket, working on defense like defense is gonna win a lot a lot more games than offense so uh like i'm I'm working really hard, just like everyone else is uh here, and we're gonna we're gonna show that so.
4: So that was Ob talking about what he was working on. He came in, you know, working on some threes, going driving to the basket, and, and some defense. And I thought we got to see a lot of that out of Ob in the summer. You know, summer league. That was certainly on display. So uh, Ob talking about the fact that he came in, uh, him and quickly been been basically in the in the weight room, in the practice facility every single day, uh, just trying to get better. And and you know that's good for them because they didn't have that opportunity to have a, a good training camp in the summer league last year. So uh, obviously uh, Obi's taking it serious for year two, man.
3: Yeah, that was the big thing I was listening <laughs> for. Uh, obviously, like you said, we saw it in summer league. A lot of his uh, his all-around game was improving, but the big thing I was listening for was the weight room because uh, for what he's going to be doing, especially with a lot of us, especially since we talk about lineups today, I don't know what you guys are going to be doing, but um, uh, a lot of people want to see him play the five a lot more, want to see him, uh, you know, be uh, be more NBA uh, strong or uh, have a bit more NBA build. So I'm listening. I was listening for that. So hearing him talk about his uh, weight room and stuff like that was really nice. But like I said, man, I'm just excited to see it all put to get put together on the court because uh, we saw a nice sample size in the summer league. Uh, was really pleased with uh, you know the confidence uh, going into that, knowing that you know it was the second year. Seeing him and Mayo quickly take the reins as the leaders, if you will. The 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 what I would say the young vets if you will, so I wanna see how that translates now with the main team uh, coming into preseason and regular season.
4: Yep, absolutely, man. And so here he was talking about uh, the turning point for him last season and uh, accountability. Let's get to Ob on that. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Right.
6: Uh right. I'll probably say probably during like the second half of the season after All-Star break, uh, I started to feel a little bit more comfortable just because, like, uh, I felt like I felt a little more trust. Like, I felt like people were like, "Okay, now Obi, Obi's gonna make that shot. If I pass it to him in the corner, or uh, Obi's gonna get this defense to stop." Like, I just I felt more comfortable out on the floor, and I like I feel like uh, the players and coaches uh, like felt that too, and, and I feel like that helped me. Well,
5: how did, I, I know like earlier in the season, it'd be like you get in in the first half, and it's like, all right, hope you made a mistake, and then you get yanked out right like, away. No. Yeah,
2: yeah, How did you, like, stay focused mentally during that? And, like, that's yeah. going to be hard, right?
6: Nah, I wouldn't say it was hard just because, like, like, I, I know what I, why I was getting taken out. Like, I always knew uh, if I was being taken out, it was because I, I didn't do something that I'm supposed to do. Like, we obviously don't want to lose, so if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do on the court, uh, why keep me in? So, like, S- uh, simple things like uh, being a low man, uh, if someone drives and uh, helping on that, like, I know I got to be in that spot. And, and if I'm not at, uh, not in that spot, like, coach is going to hold me account- accountable for it. So, like, I always trust his judgment. Like, he's a great coach for a reason. And, and uh, like, I believe in everything he does. So, he was doing it for a reason.
4: Uh, JD, that that was interesting, man, because we kind of talked about that in terms of, you know, OBC in the floor and and how much of a rhythm he's going to be able to get in those limited minutes. Because I think you had mentioned it. It it was like, you know, if if you know that at the slightest mistake, you're going to get yanked out. There's no way he's going to be able to get into a groove, into a rhythm in in just 10 minutes of play. So it was kind of interesting for him to kind of reveal that about his rookie season
2: right and you know I, I i thought it was an outstanding thing for him to identify that and, and just be aware because if you look the way he ended the season he ended the season on a positive note and so he was getting better throughout and as we mentioned last season it it was what it was he was getting 10 11 minutes sometimes even less than that so as a player you have to learn how to be effective in the minutes you're going to get. And the first thing you do is you have to understand where you can contribute, what the team needs from you, and how you can be effective. And it looks like, you know, he's worked on that, at least, you know, on the court, but especially mentally. And I think it's a positive that, you know, he gave a good team answer. Like, you know, he understands what's ahead of him. He knows they made the investment in Randall. And as we look around, there's going to be, again, kind of that conversation of how do we find more minutes for Obi, but at least for him, being able to understand where you can contribute and know why, you know, at certain times you may not be on the court, I think is a positive for him. It's just going to be interesting to see, you know, as the season goes on, if he plays well in the minutes that he gets, Mm -hmm. what happens then? Because as a player, you buy in you know, to start out, you're buying into the system. The team is winning. But then if Obi is doing what Tibbs needs him to do, then just individually, he's going to want to play more. So I think that's just an interesting thing to see throughout the season as he gets better. But I am I am encouraged by the fact that, you know, it looks like he knows what he needs to do. And, you know, he didn't probably want to say use the word defense, but if you read between the lines... Yeah a lot of the stuff was around defense so that's something to watch here um as we begin the season
4: 100 percent. now let's go to tibbs's press conference because i, I think it all kind of ties in hand in hand and and uh tibbs had an interesting soundbite as it pertained to um playing julius and and Obi together so let, let's let hear this from tibbs
7: well you know we'll get a look at it you know it wasn't very effective last year so um uh, but, you know, the the one thing about both guys, uh, Obi, I think, is a lot better than he was a year ago. And Julius just continues to get better and better. So we'll, we'll see how it unfolds. Is it
4: the one that obviously you lose the rim protection?
7: The rim yeah. protection is the big thing, yeah.
4: So, Al, that, that was Tibbs, man, talking about, uh, you know, what kind of what we already you know, suspected last year as to why he never played uh, OB and Julius together. Obviously, you know, the rim protection and the defense being a concern, but he did kind of leave the door open. I don't know about you, man. It kind of sounded like he left the door open. I don't know if he was being diplomatic about it, but he, he, he you know, alluded to the fact that both players, OB in particular, have gotten better. So I don't know, man. What, what you think about that, that Tibbs quote? on Obi and Julius.
5: I agree 100% with you. He left the door open because I think, you know, he understands that he can be a little bit more experimental with this team. Unlike last year where it was truly trying to build that foundation, creating a competitive environment, making sure that our young guys, especially in Emmanuel quickly and Obi topping got their footing in the NBA. They didn't have a training camp. They didn't have a summer league. So they didn't want to put, he didn't want to put them out there to fail. And even when you listen back to what Obi was saying that, Thibodeau would pull him in situations where he know he wasn't doing his job is because Thibodeau is going to make sure that Obi's in there to succeed and that he's doing his job correctly, not just leaving him out there to fail. So I think with the comment of him saying that, you know, Obi's a better player, that, you know, he only they only had 85 possessions total according to Queen of the Glass, where you had Randall and Obi on the court together. But I think him saying that Obi is a better player and knowing that Julius is a strong guy who can play the five, especially in a small ball lineup, I think he will try that out and see what it works. He has the capability of being more flexible this year with the depth of the roster and the talent of the roster. Now, yeah. considering that you have a point guard who can actually score, you have, you want, we can say that we've upgraded over Bullock to Evan Fournier, a guy who's a playmaker and create his own shot. So he can get a little bit more creative with what the lineups are, especially when you have a deep second unit as well. But I would still Wean on him having Mitchell Robinson when Mitch is healthy and there was Noel on the court because he did mention rim protection is the big thing. So I wouldn't say that you're going to get extensive minutes of Obi and Randall uh, together on the court where Randall is the five and Obi is the four, but I think there is that possibility now coming into that season. But definitely more so Mitch Noel having the rim protection because he values that, especially when you hear him talk about the the playoffs and how. We're talking about the like, oh, Atlanta Falcons, CK. right? So,
4: Yeah, it's a true story. We just lost CK. We'll, we'll get him back in here. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Another edition of Knicks Fan TV Live presented by Manscaped. You also see my guys, uh, Forzano Law Firm Banner up there, and that is because they are sponsoring the Knicks Home opener giveaway. We're giving away four tickets to the Knicks versus Celtics game on October 20th. The home opener, man, you don't want to miss it. The ticket package includes tickets to our pregame party hosted by myself, JD, my girls at Knicks fan. we got special guests already lined up for the show, food, drinks, all of that, you know, appetizers and all of that, and then we're going to walk over to MSG just a couple blocks from the garden, walk over to MSG and uh, watch the the Knicks versus Celtics game on, on the Chase Bridge, and then also, you'll have a chance at prizes and giveaways, including an autographed. Julius Randle basketball, so you definitely don't want to miss it. Go to KnicksFantV.com and sign up for it, and then we're going to announce the winners on October 5th after the Knicks versus Pacers post game live show. So make sure you guys go to KnicksFantV.com and check it out. And uh, for those of you that have been injured, in a car accident, construction accident, slip and fall, trip and fall, nursing home incident, my guys at Forzano Law will help you on the road to monetary compensation. So give them a call, 718-372-1397. Ask for Anthony or David. They're going to give you a free consultation and free representation unless you get paid. You can also reach them at ForzanoLaw.com for 24-7 live assistant. And you can go to the office in person, 271 Avenue U in Brooklyn, one block from the F train, all right, let me see if we got, uh, if we got CK back, he might have had some technical difficulties, uh, oh, all right, so CK lost some power, all right, so no doubt, the show must go on, fellas, so let me just uh, rearrange some things real quick, rearrange the furniture, and uh, we'll be good to go, good to go, Boom, just like that. We're good to go. We got the Tricaster JD in the building. Um, so yeah, JD, we were we were just talking about the whole ob Julius dynamic and and uh you know Tibbs basically stating what we already knew. Um, you know, defense, rim protection. What what you think about it?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, he <laughs> the first thing he definitely made sure we 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 knew was it, it didn't work. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's the first thing he said was like, you know, it, it didn't work but he left the door open to, you know, try that experiment out uh, at some time uh, during the season. Um, and I just think it, it, it's it's a culture now where Tibbs is just going to need defense. And, you know, we, we were, there was some thought about, you know, why was Noel resigned and, and the money that he was given. Yeah. And I think we see now why um, the drafting of Jericho Sims, like, tibbs just prioritizes rim protection is very important to him you look at even before with joe kim noah in chicago like this is just something that he believes is paramount in order to for him to run his system mm-hmm. you know um and with that being said even as today's nba is more modernized and there's a lot of small ball being played around the league tibbs doesn't seem to be the biggest fan of that type of basketball and mm-hmm at least for Obi to get some playing time, he's going to have to find a way to just be more aware and play solid defense. And in terms of both of them together, you know, I hope they, they try it because, you know, um, we have to find out about Obi CP at some point, we have to find out a little bit more than just 10, 12 minutes. We have to find out what is his ceiling yeah, um, and what is the max that we can get out of him. Um, so it's it's a it's a tough situation, you know. I, I I you know I hope that Obi makes it even a harder decision for him by playing well in the minutes that he does get, but long term, we'll see. We'll see because they made yeah. a big investment in Noel. You got Jericho Sims developing, and then you have Mitch in a contract year. You start to look around, then the minutes,
4: minutes where Martin, are they? The the, the minutes, <laughs> as you said, the minutes it's going to be hard to come by as Tibbs basically just said, because um, I think that, you know, we may get to see it maybe in the preseason, but I don't think it's something that he's, he's itching to try, and as you said, the rim protection is, is at an all-time high for him, is, is at a premium for him, so um, as you said, I, I think there's some coaches like Tibbs who uh, are going to keep it old school, you know, we, we had Ron Artest on the show, Metta World Peace, and You know, he's trying to get into coaching and things like that. So we were kind of joking with him in terms of what his coaching philosophy was. And he was like, yo, look, um, I'm staying, I'm going big and I'm staying big no matter what. And so, you know, obviously, man, he's old school. He comes from that cloth and there's coaches like Tibbs who, uh, who you know, believe in that. Then, obviously, you have your younger coaches, your Ty Lu and things of that nature, who feel like, um, you know, where, where there's advantages to be had, they'll make those adjustments. And, and Ty Lue pretty much showed that during uh, uh, the, the, um, the Clippers win over the Jazz. So, it, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, what that dynamic is. I do think in the Knicks' favor is that you have a guy like a Mitch who is rarely going to be uh, taken advantage of on the perimeter or against smaller lineups because he has the agility to keep up on the perimeter. He has the length, the size to, you know, alter block shots on the perimeter as well. So I think that's that's a benefit for us is that Mitch is kind of your, uh, you know, modern big intern. No, he's not going to spread the floor for you, but he's a guy I think you can keep him out there and he's not going to hurt you.
5: Absolutely. I mean, Mitch is kind of like the cheat code, right? Because yeah. he also can guard the pick and roll very well. So that's usually why it's one of the reasons why teams like to go small. Also just push the pace, score a lot more points, mm-hmm. go attack the big men. Like that's why, as you mentioned, the Clippers, they took out Zubak because he just couldn't move and keep up with right. the pace. And Tyloo wanted to uh, maintain a fast pace as well. So the good thing about Mitch is that he is athletic. He is, he is pretty fast for his size. He is dynamic in that ability. So that's where... The Knicks, if if he's healthy, you you don't have to worry about that, and you don't necessarily have to utilize the small ball lineup that everyone would like to see the Knicks use with Obi and Randall. I think we I think he will try to like experiment. I, I still think Thibodeau will try to experiment and mm-hmm. see what it what may happen. That's why I think he kind of left the door open because he's like, eh, I'll give it a shot. Why yeah. not? I got the I got the talent to do so but i don't think that's going to as jd you said i don't think that's going to be his go to move
0: yeah. though yeah i, I would say,
5: I say I this i'll say this real quick um
2: it, i think if if you want to find like kind of like a unique angle to where he could play more i think it's going to tie into a lot of how kemba plays um because if kemba comes in here and he's yeah, I know he's a scoring type point guard, but if he comes in here and he distributes an elite ability to still get to the rim and kind of create and the point guard position is playing effectively, there could be an argument there of let's let's play Obi, you know, with with Kemba a lot. Let's 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 use, you know, that tandem and let's see how that works and you know we talked a lot about unlocking you know players, unlocking Obi. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kemba, if Kemba comes in here and plays at an elite level, maybe that could be something that the coaching staff looks to, um, you know, put Obi in that position to see how how he succeeds there. Other than that, um, he it's just it's more of a, a, a system thing. It's just something that Tibbs believes in. He believes in rim protection, and it's it, I mean we talk about CP of losing you know two defenders in peyton and bullock to me what makes you think that this year he's gonna even experiment more yeah and think about you know it's already question marks about our how, how of good attack. are we in the perimeter point now. of attack so is gonna be, be is gonna now be he's gonna put obi at center yeah <laughs>
4: that's true it's true man point of attack is gonna be a question especially with I think that that's even less of a reason for him to go with Obi and more of a reason to stick with uh, Mitch, Noel, and and even Tavs. So, uh, good points there. We got CK back in the building. All right, power's back on. CK's juiced up.
3: Let's go. Yeah, we back. We back. Everything went black for like a <laughs> whole minute and it freaked me out and then just came right back on. But yeah, we're here. We here. We All here. right, no doubt, man.
4: Now we good. We good, man. We we held it down. All good. So to everybody in the chat, once again hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's get that like button up. Break the YouTube algorithm. We are here talking training camp day two. And just in a few seconds, we're going to get into our lineup predictions, have some fun with the depth chart. We want to hear from you guys, man. But the last quote uh, from Tibbs is in terms of uh, of the point guard rotation. Let's hear what Tibbs had to say there, and uh, let's cut over the Tibbs. Hang
7: yeah, pretty much, you know, I had an idea going in what we wanted to look at. And the, the one thing is I feel very strongly about – our second unit played very well together last year. So, yeah, I want, want them to stay intact. But that doesn't mean it'll stay that way. And a lot of these guys are interchangeable. So, we'll, yeah, they're going to play with both groups. And I've never really been concerned with who starts as much as I am with who finishes. So uh, the guys that give us the best chance to win are going to finish. So
4: there we go. There we go. Interesting segue. Great segue from Coach Tibbs. It's not about who starts, but it's about who finishes. So with that being said, we devised our own lineups. We devised <laughs> our own lineups here. Our closing lineups. We got our, our defense lineups. We have our buckets lineups. And we have our, our five-man wish list. So let let's uh let's get into it. And uh, I want to see who you guys had As your closing lineup Yeah, uh-oh, uh-oh indeed Uh-oh, <laughs> oh, oh. yeah, I'm ready <laughs> I got the body armor yeah. on, I'm ready let's to go, go. Let's, let's go <laughs> well, well, obviously we got uh, You know, let, let's go to the starters You know, obviously we know who the starting lineup Is going to consist of um, Kemba, RJ Fournier, Julius, and Mitch Over to the Bench We have D. Rose, Quickly, Burks, Obi, Noel. This was a uh, this was a big lineup for us, man. A big lineup last season. A dynamic lineup in terms of net rating, and, and I think they're going to continue to maintain that next year with the with the additional chemistry and uh, with a boost in year two from Quickly and, and Obi. I think this lineup is going to be ferocious. You add New Orleans in there for your rim protection. Maybe sprinkle in a little Taj if you want to go a little bit more offense, but I think this bench is, is once again gonna be formidable. So let's go to the closers now. Let's see who we have for the closers. Alright, I'm gonna go. So Alex is going. Alex is closing lineup here, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Uh-oh.
4: Let's, here let's we go. see it. Hang on. Alex is closing lineup. So excited. He's, he's going with. Be-
2: year-round topic of conversation
4: (laughs) (laughs) so alex is going kemba d rose fournier julius and mitch al what what, what was some of your your logic here man kemba d rose fournier randall and mitch as your closers man let's let's hear it bro What what was the thoughts here
5: I think you're gonna want the the bucket that is Kemba Walker. Cardiac Kemba will be in full effect back in MSG. Okay, we're gonna get him. You said it, man. When you came on, uh, when you came on my pod, we're gonna get him go going dummy once in a while. So like, <laughs> you know, he's gonna drop forty. He's gonna hit that that game winning shot. Kemba's gotta be in the closing lineup. You know, we already know that Tibbs likes rim protection. Why not have your best big when he's fully healthy? Okay, Mitchell Robinson. You're gonna have your all star. Uh, second All NBA power forward and Julius Randle out there. Okay, you know, I think for for now, I know this is where everyone's like, "Where's RJ? Where's this?" We saw RJ <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah. We saw yeah. RJ not close the, the games. Tomatoes so, you know, are flying,
4: bro. Where's is... <laughs> RJ, bro? Where's is RJ in this? Start
5: man? ducking. Woo, Start bro. ducking, bro. man. Damn, <laughs> Derek Rose. We also what Derek Rose could do in the in the uh, in the closing minutes. We saw him pull up. So we need, I think Tibbs is going to want to go with some, uh, you know, some savvy veteran like point, uh, guard play at, at the, for closing. And then Evan I think you just want more playmaking out there. And I think the, if RJ has that playmaking, I think if you want to be fully unlock some offense, just why not have a lot of playmakers out there.
4: <laughs> okay. Wow, he left. He left R.J. out of the lineup. People in the chat, how are you feeling about ready. this? Now oh, I'm seeing tomatoes. They Dolphin 2s throwing them. <laughs> oh, Belgrade I'm ready. is throwing them. Newton Ortiz <laughs> is getting them. Oh, they are coming them. out.
2: T P TP. I don't know why you laughing. You got some explaining to do too. Oh, oh, We're gonna, we <laughs> gonna
4: get to mine. We're gonna get we
2: gonna get to get just, just I'm surprised man. how
3: different they are. Yeah, so we, we, are we gotta get to because Every,
2: Everyone has at least one explanation to make. Yeah. Because right. you know, everybody's leaving one player out that any, everybody's gonna yeah. say, Why right. did you leave that right. guy out? So for Alex is uh RJ. And I guess CK will tell you why he got his. All
4: right, so CK, you're going you're going uh Kemba, D Rose mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So you're going with the point guard battery. Then you're mm-hmm. going RJ at the three, Julius mm-hmm. at Mitch. Well, yeah. what are you thinking there?
3: I, I was thinking go with the lineup that makes the most damn sense. I, I think that, you know, we're, we're seeing the chemistry with Kemba and D-Rose. And D-Rose, I don't care where you put him at, what position you put him at. That man is a closer. That man is a bucket in the fourth quarter. How many examples do I need to lay out for you guys yeah. after watching last season? Like, that yeah. is a fact. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put like like Alex said perfectly. I'm gonna put my money on Cardi at Kemba to, you know, be uh, a bucket getter for us at the end of that game. And you know what? I, 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 I can't co-sign you, Alex. I, RJ Barrett needs to be on the court, even if it won't have anything to do with him offensively. I need that man on the court to spread the court, to play defense, to be there for us. And I think we can all agree, Julius and Mitch are the ones that are going to be down there. To be honest, though, uh, I-, I did say that Mitch and Noel are inter- uh, interchangeable, depending mm-hmm. on how yeah. the game is going, you in did. my opinion on that. But, uh, yeah, I'm going with, give me Kemba and D-Rose, because I feel like D-Rose, like I said, D-Rose is going to give you buckets. And I think, Kemba, we need the shooting, we need the um, the spacing. Uh, I think it can work. I think it can work just fine to close the game.
4: All right, J.D., you're going uh, Kemba, R.J., you go, you're going with the starting five, basically. You're going with the starting five. Okay, what's, what's going on there?
2: Well, um, a, a, part of it is just I looked at some of the tendencies that Tibbs had last year in terms of how he rotated. I mean, Alfred Payton finished some games, and all Alfred Payton had to do was play decent, mm-hmm. and he was bringing him in the game to close, you know, some games last season because, again, he prioritizes defense. And to me, you know, my lineup, and just like CK, I, I just think that he is going to use the point guard position and interchange it between him and Rose. Whoever is hot that night yeah, is going to get the point guard position to close. I have Kemba because he's the starter. And, you know, he right now, to me, is a more explosive offensive player. And I just rely on his ability to create a shot a little bit slightly more than Rose to finish the game. But again, it'll depend on who's playing. After, after that position, I just have it as... I know Rose and Kemba will be the popular duo, but CP, how are we going to defend? I mean, closing the lineup, also to me, you have to go to the other side and play defense. And you don't have Bullock, you don't have Peyton. is going to have to take that assignment, but now you have Rose and Kemba out there how are we going to guard some of these? Who's teams, playing defense? You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, for example, you're playing the Hawks. They have Trey Young, Bogdanovich, Hunter, Collins, Capella. Who is Rose guarding? Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter? Like, it's, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard. You know, it's going to be difficult. So, I just think that you go with whoever's hot at point guard and then you just go with your best lineup. And at the end of the day, that lineup to me is enough to close out a game. Yeah. You know, Fournier can facilitate. Uh, Kemba, you would want to be your closer. And if RJ is gonna take that next step, to me, that's enough scoring. And hey, I just named three players and we didn't even talk about Randall yet. So yeah, that's my closing lineup. You know, last season also, uh, RJ Barrett in the fourth quarter shot 44% from three, 46% from the field. Fournier shot 43% from three on two attempts um, from three in the fourth quarter, and 44% from the field, and to me, you know that those were some nice efficiency numbers in the fourth quarter, um, and you know that's why I chose that as the closing lineup.
4: I, I like it. I like it. Uh, you know, we can't go wrong with starting five. Of course, that's a legitimate, you know, lineup to go with. Uh, so, so that's that's not too bad. For the people in the chat, let me know. If, I want to hear two things. First off, call us up six five seven three eight three one five zero nine is the number. Who are you closing with? Are you closing with Kemba? Are you closing with D Rose? And let us know what your closing five lineup is gonna be. We'll go rapid fire. Call us up six five seven three eight three one five zero nine, or hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord, or if you're in the chat, let us know in the chat. Are you going with Kemba? Are you going with D Rose? Matter of fact, I'll put a poll up after this, and uh, and we'll see who wins it out. All right, so here's where I'm going.
2: You got some explaining to them I, I, I knew you were. Gonna put a, I I knew you were gonna find look, a way to put this. Player uh, yeah, for sure.
4: Yeah, in. for sure. We knew Let's, he was yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, sleeping, but let <laughs> me start know, at man. the one. All right, I'm giving respect to the rose hive. I'm going with the incumbent. Uh, I think it was C.K. that said it. The, the man came up so clutch for us in many a games last season. I go to the Memphis game as as a highlight. Absolute beast. Uh, the Pelicans game, the Laker game, home and the road, uh, the Dallas game. You know, uh, obviously the Hawks series games, games two and games three in particular. That the guy came up big. He's a former MVP, has the experience can get buckets for us and can get it to you for you in spurts and, and I and I can count on him. I, I can count on him. So I'm going there. I'm not gonna go with it with the two point guards as much as I would love to. And that's not a knock on Kemba. I just gotta see more from him. Hopefully he's healthy and I wanna see him bounce back. But I, I can't put the two of them in the lineup because I need defense. You know, I I need some solid defense, especially on the perimeter. And the two of them out there, I I just can't. I I can't see that working uh, from a defensive standpoint. Number two, you guys are disrespecting Mr. Fourth Quarter himself, Alec (laughs) Burks. He deserves to be in that spot. So many fourth quarters this man delivered for us. San Antonio, a 30-piece. So the, the Sacramento Kings, a 30-piece. A lot of these fourth quarters where this man had double-digit points. One on the road in New Orleans, 14-point fourth quarter, almost single-handedly won that game for the Knicks. He can drive. He can hit the three. He can facilitate. He can draw off contact. I mean, him and Fournier, honestly, were pretty much neck and neck in terms of numbers. You know, Fournier was a starter. But if you look at Burks's per 36, I mean, he actually had better numbers. Um, you know, 40% three-point shooter, capable defender. And so uh, I'm throwing Burks out there, man. Uh, I'm throwing Burks out there a little bit more shifty than than Fournier. And I think he'll get to the cup a little bit more uh, than, than Fournier will. And, and he's a bucket getter. So I'm going with 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 Burks there. I'm moving RJ at the three. I need defense at all costs. So I'm keeping RJ in there. Uh, Julius, Staple, Mitch, Staple. That that's my closing five, man. So it, it's really I'm I'm going with Rose, and I'm going with Burks, JD. I'm go I'm going with Burks, man. That's it. Y'all want to smoke mm. Kate. I, I, I gave you the evidence. I gave you the evidence. I'm going with Burks.
2: Okay listen it's it's not it's 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 not a bad argument at all like you know burks you know was you saw that game was a game one that he came on for us and was was absolutely on fire Mm -hmm. but there's still some inconsistency issues there and that is like it went this is a first of all as you can see we all have for the most part uh different lineups right actually we all do yeah so which goes to show you that this is not an easy thing. It's not going to be an easy thing for for Tibbs. Tibbs Tibbs is going to have problems, bro. We on this side, we always think we know everything, right? Like It's (laughs) easy on this side to criticize the coach and say this, and yet here we are, four panelists and four different lineups. right? So that goes to show you this is not an easy thing, Mm -hmm. and Tibbs has the minimal thing to decide between this player and that player. Mm -hmm. And so when it came to me with Burks, it's just the inconsistency also – Burks is a guy. Even when you saw him get hot, he needs the ball, right? Like That's he right. needs the ball in order to really get cooking. And if you're gonna have Kemba there or Rose there, then you know I just, I just don't see the best fit. Because if I have Burks there, I'm I'm utilizing Burks. I'm using him yeah. as the closer. He was, you know he what was actually mean? A, he was
4: actually a better shooter in pull ups than on catch and shoots last year.
2: Right. And so, you know, if, if you're going to have Kemba take some of those last shots, Rose take some of those last shots, I just rather have Fournier getting ready to shoot that quick trigger than having Burke stand around because I just think he's more effective as a playmaker. That, that's it. But it's yeah, not bad, but yeah. I just knew because Berks is like your favorite player of all time.
3: Yeah, we all saw that. <laughs> and let's be real. We can see all, I guarantee you, I'll put money that all these lineups that are on this screen will be closing one of these games this year. Yep. I guarantee you every single one of these the lines, exact will same see, thing. even the RJ Barrett, minus RJ Barrett one, I guarantee we'll see every single one of these lineups closing a game at, at some point of the season. So that to, to that's just to boost up JD's point even more. Like this is going to be, it, it's all going to be, um how, how the game's going at the time. Like I mentioned, like, I was so close to putting Noel instead of Mitch, and that would have been another conversation for the chat right there. I was really close to doing it because there's going to be instances where Noel's just going to be better defensively for us in those games, and he's probably going to close out with those guys. So I just feel like this this is just an example of how crazy this season is going to be with our lives. It's going to be insane. It's
2: gonna be and I guarantee you all these four lineups will be used at some point to yeah, close the I'm game. Saying. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. You know, with Tibbs, I mean, we're here doing this to see what we would do what our predictions would be. But this goes to show you the depth of this team. Tibbs is just going to play it out and see how it goes.
4: Yeah, and and he's going to be asked that question, man especially when it comes to Rose and Kemba you know Berman is itching at the at the trigger man he's going to be asking the tips every night why'd you go with him instead of him why'd you go with Kemba instead of Rose why'd you go with Rose instead of Kemba every single night you could count on Berman asking that question first in in the in the media session so that that's definitely going to be interesting so Mm -hmm. all right that that was it okay somebody had something to say.
5: Yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna yeah, be two simple answers. Uh one, that player was hot. Two, that's what the defense was giving me. <laughs> yeah, it's that that's simple. It. It's right. that simple. It's a
8: simple and plain. <laughs> bro.
5: I, I will say Alex
2: is brave, man. Alex is brave. <laughs> yeah. Leave it out, RJ. Alex brave. left out RJ, man.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. I, I, Yo, I look at it
2: like if RJ's not there to close in what you know a lot of people are expecting to be a big year, um, or at least the next level up then if he's not your closer, then I don't know what that says. I I mean, I don't know if it means anything, but to me, it it would like, this is a big year for him and the organization, like that relationship. Yeah. And I would, I would think that the organization and the coaching staff wants to really put him in a position to just succeed and
5: fail at the same time. So that's why Mm -hmm. I have him, I have him closing. And I I, thing for like RJ is that we saw from like last season that Tibbs wasn't afraid to put, whoever was feeling it night in and night out. And that's why I think for RJ, you know, like I will, I want to see RJ closing. I just think Tibbs is going to want guys, because we always hear him like lean on veterans. And yes, RJ is a veteran. I just think Thibodeau is going to rely on guys who are probably the most seasoned um, guys who are going to be playmakers and guys that he can rely the ball to be in their hands at the last couple of minutes. And especially if they need to be a playmaker, right? Like that's the one thing Evan 48 does at a slightly better level than RJ right now, because we just haven't seen RJ do uh, or be a playmaker, I should say, at that level. RJ comes into this season being a legitimate playmaker and just being able to create off the dribble for himself, then yeah, he should be closing. But I, we haven't seen that yet. So I'm going to leave Evan Fournier because I've seen Evan Fournier do that, even though it hasn't always been successful down in Orlando, it's just proven at this point.
4: I could, okay. All right. All right, let's hear what the people got to say, man. Let's go to the phones and hear from the people, man. First, we're going to go to the Lou. Jay from St. Louis, what's going
1: on, bro? Hey, what's going on, y'all, man? How y'all doing out there, man? Good, man.
4: How you
2: feeling, bro?
1: I'm good, man. Hey, I'm going to get right into it, man. Rapid spot.
9: Everybody hit that thumbs up. Hey, CK, you got the best one, man. Oh, that, that D-Rose, man. he, he got to be in that lineup, man. He got to be in that lineup. He has to. Uh, but I'm sneaky CP. I'm sneaky CP. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Alex Burke, he, he does it, man. He does it. That's a I'm fact. I'm going to get at y'all, man. Love it.
4: Jay from St. East St. Louis. From St. Louis. I don't know if you're from East St. Louis, but you're from St. Louis. That's how you rapid fire people.
3: Man, for real. You know
4: what I'm saying? He got in, he showed love, and then he jumped out of there. Jay from St. Awesome. Louis, we, we we appreciate you, bro. All right so he, so he's going with CK's lineup but I came in a, a close second, J.D. You know what I'm saying? I came in I close mean,
2: second. You're talking about Berman. Maybe you spoke to Berman before. <laughs> before
1: I you're, told you're, him
2: you're, you're, you're leaving out Kemba. I already see Berman's article, you know, the New York-born guy left on the left bench. Out, right? on, like, on the
3: bench. Left um, out in the first game. To close a game the against the game, Celtics. Man. Ah, come on now. Man, He's
2: already into the game.
4: Tibbs t- 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 is going to lose some hair this year, man. He better talk to Van Gundy and how to, you know, maintain because he's going to lose some of it bad uh let's yeah. hear from ari ari what, what's your closing five man first off whose five did you like he probably liked none of ours and, and then he wants to put it right, in his own right. what are you thinking bro no <laughs> no nah, nah. honestly
8: I, honestly i see i I like all i understand where all you guys are coming from you guys all have an argument so i guess i just but you know the thing is like you know, the situation matters, obviously. You know, this is like a, a broad brush type question. Like, for example, like Derrick Rose, in my opinion, has to be on the floor. Derrick Rose has to be on the floor. But if you're closing a game in Madison Square Garden, you know,
3: mm. Kemba,
8: has, Kemba has an argument to be on the floor, you know, because, you know, he's, he's got the confidence to do that. Also, like, you know, Mitchell Robinson, obviously, the best player for the position but uh, do I trust Mitchell Robinson is going to not make a stupid foul or anything like that? Or would I rather have, like, Taj Gibson, who I know for at least, like, two or three possessions, can play some defense and not miss a rotation? Like, that. those are the questions that you have to think about. Also, I mean, I don't want to be the guy who's going to say this, and I'm not saying I would do it, but, like, if we're talking closing, I mean – Julius Randle doesn't really have any argument to even be on the floor.
4: Honestly, if that's the case, he's here, the oh, he, oh, now, he's, now he's, wow, he's going off the start reservation. Uh, uh, off the reservation. Oh yeah, Don't let, the fly, <laughs> <laughs> let the tomatoes fly, man. Let the we,
7: tomatoes fly. We're
4: gonna <laughs> cut. We're gonna cut his mic. We're gonna cut his mic, man. We cut <laughs> his mic <laughs> uh, Ari's been sipping tonight. You, you could tell, boop, boop, and, boop. And, and that was just indicative of that.
2: We you can tell that was the real point he wanted to yeah, make. He just yeah. looked up to. Me. We sending
4: we sending them back to the chat on, on that one, man. Let the tomatoes fly in the <laughs> chat. Uh, but yeah, we 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 can't we can't go there, man. We can't go there. Uh, let me hear.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.
4: From Sheik from Hudson Valley, new caller Sheik. Uh which lineup did you like? And and who's who's your closing lineup, man? What are you where are you going, bro? Yeah, what's going
10: on, guys, man? Uh, how you guys all doing everything?
4: Good, good, man. How you feeling,
10: up, bro? Man. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um Salam too, to all my, the Muslim Mix fans, you know there's a million of those. Um,
9: uh-huh.
10: <laughs> uh, but I was gonna say, um, you know, to be honest with you, I like CP's lineup. And uh, the reason why is, you know, you can't you can't not have D Rose in the fourth quarter. How can you see him on the bench? Like I don't I don't see that happening. D. Rose sitting on the bench in, in the fourth quarter, like I, I I just don't see it. And then uh my man Birkenbag, you know, you know, he gets in the bag in the fourth quarter, man. Like <laughs> like there was nights where, you know, nobody was scoring. But Birkenbag was you know, you know, throwing those buckets down like it was nothing. That's a
4: fact. So that is You got to
10: have him in the game, too. Um, you know, Ari wasn't bugging about the Mitch Robinson thing. You know, he's coming off an injury. Um, you know, you, you, he might get in foul trouble. You might see Todd Gibson in there and maybe Nerlens Noel in there peeking in their fourth quarter. Um, but, yeah, Julius Randle, man, how can you not have that guy yeah, on the floor? Yeah, I, I, had the one, the floor. I had to send him back into the chat on that one,
4: bro. I had to send him back into the chat. And
10: not only that... Yeah, Tibbs in that press conference he he was talking about how um Julius Randle got better. Yeah. Like that man, you know, if he if he's if Tibbs is saying he got better this year, and I believe that shit, you know, so for for sure, for sure, you know, um this is gonna be a good season to watch. You know, I just hope uh Mitch Robinson, you know, he gained weight, you know, he I heard he got uh more brolic, people are saying. Yep. So I don't know if that's if that's good on his feet. Um, you know, mm. a little more weight on his feet, so uh, we'll see how it goes. You know. Uh, you know. He just. We need somebody in that paint to really, you know, because I, uh, Clint Capella still gives me nightmares. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, a big guy, you know, just just rumbling through the uh, paint. You know, you really need someone in there to to hold him down. And if if you're talking about Clint Capella in the fourth quarter, would you want Mitch Robinson on him, or would you want maybe Todd Gibson on him? You know, because mm-hmm. we know Nerlens Noel Noel's never going to gain weight you know he's he's yeah. gonna stay his stick forever but um yeah we'll see what happens man okay uh, good, good stuff guys put them thumbs up too. yeah
4: man thanks thanks for the call man call back anytime man chic from hudson valley up, weighing buddy? in all right so he, he <laughs> yo he gave me the w on that mm-hmm. one just just for record good
2: I know, I mean, I can see it. I mean, all you're playing is Burke's Highlights, so. I mean. Man, you see
3: him? I'm so glad you said something, Jay. I was about to say,
2: man. I'm like, he try to, he tried he, to sway the crowd, man. Burke's That's Highlights it. in
4: super HD, man. They, they never seen the angles. They never seen the angles, man. man. I'm showing the new angles from the from the Ws, man.
2: Man. You know? I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people kind of go to CPs, right? I'm like, hold on, what's yeah. going on? I'm at this. <laughs> It's all you see is Burke's score. And I'm like, yeah, of course.
4: <laughs> yeah, man. I I had Dave cut up some fresh Burke's joints. I was like, yo, we need some fresh Burke's highlights for the night, man.
5: <laughs> the hypnotizing <laughs> is real, my <laughs> God.
4: <laughs> well, in in terms of the closing point guard, the, the chat is speaking right now. It it's it's a uh, it's the race is going to Kemba. Sixty percent voting for Kemba as their closing point guard. Forty one percent for Rose right now. So the votes are still coming in. But Kemba is taking the lead. Shout out my guy Abdul on the West Coast, San Diego, CK. He says, fellas, what up? CP's lineup is the winner. Can't wait for the season. My lineup is Rose, Randall, Mitch, RJ, and Kemba. All right, no doubt. So I think he went with He's, I think he went with CK's lineup. He just said my oh, lineup and
3: then said you win. Oh
4: maybe no, you know what? The the C and the K, the P and the K are kinda next to each other in the keyboard. So maybe he gave that to CK. Mm okay that's the yeah, only thing that, my that makes sense yeah <laughs> he said your lineup so shout out to abdul that's my that's my guy either way all right so ck uh get, gets the point there let's hear from uh let's go to south florida craig craig is in the building craig whose lineup are you going with hey, to, see, to close see. it man who's you closing from lineup? the il back from the il how We're you doing man? With my
8: back but i'm, back. I'm doing good uh I'm looking at the Brady Bunch here. I mean, that's what I'm seeing. (laughs) (laughs) looks like me, but honestly, the night will dictate who finishes the game. So, you all could be right because it's who – you know, Tibbs. He's a 90s coach who's going to do exactly what he says. He's going to coach the same way. Who's playing the good parts of the game well is going to be there down the stretch. And that could be anybody. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. That could be anybody
4: yeah no now you're absolutely right. right Craig man definitely right, right. Ho- Hoping you uh you feel better though man that get some rest man you're down in south I'm Florida here so here just get I'll some be sun.
8: back as a regular caller again
4: all right man good good to hear from you it's Craig from South Florida you guys be- Let, let's hail up Craig man he said uh had, had some back issues man so let's make sure Craig is back on the men appreciate the call uh Craig Tom from Huntington Tom what what are you thinking man whose lineup are you going with?
8: Uh, first of all, you guys all do a fantastic job. I just want to say that really quick. Appreciate it. Um, and I want to give a shout-out to Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for making me a better man.
9: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love <laughs> that. <Audio. laughs> Take out Kemba,
4: put in Vildosa. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think CK uh,
8: wins this. Sorry, guys. I think his lineup is the best there. And uh, thanks for taking my call. Rapid fire. You guys have a blessed evening. Thank Rapid
4: you. fire. That's what I'm talking about. Tom from Huntington. And he shouts out to sponsors. Shout out to Manscaped he fellas. Sure did, man. Go to Manscaped.com yes, he and did. the promo code KFTV for twenty percent
3: off plus free shipping. All right, so CK <laughs> CK gets a point there, man. Adam. Yeah, I'm going to need this one because my, my my lineups get a little wacky from here. So I'm going to take, yeah. yeah. take this stuff.
4: Yeah, we, we're going to get to the other lineups. But the people want to weigh yeah. in. The people want to talk. So we, we got to let yeah. them talk right now. Yep. yep. Al, yep. I'm telling you, you went left with the RJ thing, man. The, the, the people I'm, are I'm not, it. look Yeah. The, <laughs>
5: the, the, let me tell you, man. I'm catching the L like my Jets. So it's all good. Yeah, I'm Yeah.
4: <laughs> Uh, with, with one of the most anticipated seasons in the history, man. That, you know, the people want RJ, man. The people love RJ. I don't think they they were feeling the slight right now. But we'll see. There, there, there may be, uh, you might have a sponsor in, on, the, uh, on the switchboard here. We'll get to it. Let's hear from uh, Val from Jersey. Val, how you feeling, man? Which which lineup you going with?
9: Good. Thank you, guys. I, I want to go with JD's lineup. However, oh, okay. I want to switch Kimba out for uh, Alec Burks because he's proven <laughs> on the Knicks. We all know Fournier is like the most clutch player in the Olympics okay. and on the Magic, and I don't trust Mitch's body because I want Noel to start. <clears throat> yes, put Noel and Burks on my only, but J.D. had the best lineup. Interesting. Well, I mean, he, he,
4: he went with your lineup and then took. He made, made his, his own, own lineup. lineup. He made his he own, made own lineup.
2: Oh, <laughs> right, right, right.
4: Yeah. I mean, look. I, I, as much as a Burks fan as I am, I'm, I'm not putting him in at the at the point when I got D Rose and Kemba. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Berks right. is like he's fourth, you know, as as who I want to, to run the point behind uh, Kemba, D Rose, and and even quickly. You know, Burks is really your emergency point. But um, okay, all right, all right, Val, appreciate that. And he said he's going, he's going Noel over Mitch. Interesting. Interesting, man. I'm I'm sticking with Mitch. All right. Uh, let's go, um, let's go one more in the closing lineup, then we'll get to the other lineups. This is the current Battle of the Fans winner after removing Jay from Florida from the throne. Joel from Staten Island checking in from Shaolin. Joe, how you feeling?
8: Yo, it's a good, CP. How you JD, feeling, man? C- CK two K. Yo, how you, ha-
4: how does how did it feel uh, to to come away with that win, man? <laughs> well, what's has life changed Yo, it for you? Feels what's, good. what's going it feels on, good. bro? good.
1: You know I run these streets. You know I run these streets in Fan TV for sure. Okay, oh. no, doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man. You so, know that? Yeah, yeah. Nah, what's... but I'm going with um, I'm going with CK two K's lineup. Oh, I'm going with his. Okay, because I feel like, I first of all, I
2: feel like Kemba should be in any of these lineups because even last year. Mm. Kemba with his bum knee and all Was still closing games For the Celtics They Mm -hmm. were going to him If you look at that Mavericks game If you look at that Warriors game He was still getting buckets No matter what In the close In the the crunch time So I'm going with Kemba I'm
9: Yeah Rose I like that too Even though They don't play good defense together I feel like Nobody plays defense in this NBA And These two
2: That's buckets You know what I'm saying Okay so he's go, he's going with CK's All
4: right. lineup, All right, No, no doubt. Jordan. I like I
1: like your line. I like your lineup too. CK two K with um Alec Burke. That's a dark horse lineup for sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's CP's I feel lineup. Like yeah. I, I feel, I feel
2: like Kemba should be in these lineups. I feel like it. But oh, okay. I want to hear your thoughts. All
4: right. Appreciate the call, man. I mean, honestly, with, with Kemba and D Rose, as Tip said, man, it, it's really a toss up. You know. For sure. And and as he said, it's uh, it, it's gonna come down to who's playing the best. You know, I just wonder if he, if he goes with both. <laughs> <So points. laughs> I just like again when you
2: when you look at you look at some of these teams in the East, the Heat, the Nets. If you play both of yeah, them to, to you, end you, the game, you're cooked. Like, uh, you yeah, know, yeah,
4: I don't see it. I just don't see it. You're gonna need some more defense there. That's why I think RJ is a mainstay. But you know, 48, you know, 48 six seven, decent defender. He he could be there as well.
3: So I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's there's going to be some situations and, uh, and to be real, I don't know how much more defense we're getting from Fournier than from D Rose. Uh, so I, 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 agree with what you guys are saying. I just think that he knowing Tibbs, he's just going to go with both of his vets. He's going to go with Kemba and D Rose, but I, I, I don't hate none. I don't hate any of these except for Alex's a little bit. You can't keep yeah. RJ off it. Yeah. But I don't hate oh, him. Man. I really feel like wild, situations bro. we're going to see every single <laughs> of these lineups. I just, there's going to be yeah. nights where they're going, he's going to play Kemba and D Rose together. But and, you, and, like you, you're mentioning teams like the Heat and the Hawks, <clears> but then when we play certain teams, like when we play the Net, or the Hornets, sort of not the Nets, sorry, play like the Hornets or somebody else, like they, they, he could go with the combination of the two guards. So, I just feel like there's going to be situations where we see the two of them play together and it, it working out.
2: And, it, it, you know, you talk about nights that we're going to see it. We may see it opening night because when you look at the Celtics depth chart, you know, they're, they're, they're having Dennis Schroeder and Marcus Smart. So right. you can put Kemba and Rose, put Rose on Marcus Smart, for example, mm-hmm. and you're able to play that lineup because they'll probably go Schroeder, Smart, Brown, Tatum, and Horford. you know? So right. like you said, there will be nights where um, based on matchups, he will be able to get away with it and go with more of a scoring lineup. So,
4: true indeed, true indeed. All right, so let's run through our other set of uh, lineups real quick. Let's go to our um, defensive lineup. Let's go. Let's go to the defensive lineup. Where does Tibbs go if he wants to stop? And uh, let's see here who we got here. So, Alex, you went with you went with IQ. Uh, Fournier, R.J. Julius, and Mitch. What, what What was your thought process here?
5: I think if we're going to talk about defensive stop, I think Emmanuel quickly out of Rose, Kemba, all those guys. I think he's the better defender. Mm-hmm. He also has a he also has a long wingspan too, even though he is a, on the smaller side. So I think if you want to stop there with Emmanuel quickly, I think he plays better defense. He like he can definitely get around uh, screens. He can go under he is pretty quick he knows how to trail so that's why I went with him at the guard Evan Fournier RJ Barrett I think if you want some height uh your two you, we already talked about RJ being having to guard the best wing player now so leaving him out there for defense only makes sense um same thing with Evan Fournier and both once again Evan Fournier Manuel quickly you know we do want Manuel quickly he's not necessarily the playmaker yet but seeing what he did in summer league gives me a little like Hope for that. But if you just want a defensive stop, if that's what you want him out there for. You have Evan Fournier who can help do that. Plus, you still have Julius Randle, who's also a playmaker. And you got to have the rim protection with Mitch because I think Mitch out uh, of Noel, with his, you know, adding on masks, being able to guard the pick and roll, being that sociable defender that we always talk about and rim protection, you got to have him out there. And once again, Randle, like Randle's a good defender. I just always go back to thinking about him guarding Kyrie when we played, played against the Nets and mm-hmm. just being able to go toe-to-toe. So Randall's going to be a mainstay. RJ, in this case, will be the mainstay. I think m Fournier, you can leave out there, because I think out of, between him, Burks, like, once again, Rose, Kemba, I think he's just, he's going to be more active. And same thing with quickly.
4: Yeah, I mean, I basically had the same lineup. Obviously, I threw McBride in there. Um, you know, just I just feel like, even at this stage, I think he'll be a better... Uh, point of attack defender and pick a roll defender then quickly will obviously quickly will we'll get the first shot at playing time so I think quickly is a more realistic option as you had I think this this lineup is actually a, a realistic option as, as tip says he, he's going to be you know interchanging a lot of these guys uh, in the first and second unit as well so I just I had the same one but I threw McBride in there you know obviously because I just feel like he'll, he'll be better at the point of attack um, CK you went with uh d rose quitting crimes making his debut rj julius and, and mitch
3: yeah i mean and we'll talk about a different lineup later but yeah i wanted to go with deuce and to see you and jd go with deuce i'm excited to hear what y'all gotta say about this one but i again just i'm thinking about Thibodeau. i don't see him not having derrick rose in his lineup even if it's defensive defense mind defensive mind excuse me I still don't see him not having Derrick Rose in the mix we saw Derrick Rose play solid defense in that playoff run alone Der- Derrick Rose was doing a solid job defensively yes I know he's not a guy that you're gonna want night, in, night out guarding the best guards I get that but I-, I think that Quentin Grimes in the little sample size we saw that that dude is ready to guard NBA level players and I think that he's gonna get a lot of love so I I, I couldn't put Deuce and Uh, Grimes in the same lineup in the 2021-2022 season. We could talk about that next year, but I just don't see that realistically happening with Tom Thibodeau. Maybe we'll see in the preseason, but I couldn't do it. So I decided to go with with Grimes, who I think is going to be a guy that we should be looking at climbing the depth chart. I don't know what circumstance. I don't know who loses minutes, but he's the guy I think is going to sneak up and get some minutes. So I I went with Derrick Rose. I couldn't go with Quick defensively at the point. So I went with D. Rose me Grimes, R.J. and once again, yeah, Julius Randle and once again, I and ask I ask uh, J.D. because he was the one I said to. I, once I almost went with Noel on this one, I almost went with it. Mm. But I'm gonna stick with my gut with my man Mitch. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I know he's been hurt. I know he's got a new body to deal with. Pause. But I I I, I I'm gonna stick with Mitch on this one. So I like my five with uh, yeah, D Rose, Grimes, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson.
4: All right, all right. Good, good. pause there too. Good, good. Catch there. You see me? You um, see me? I caught it. Yeah, I caught, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Chat
3: on today, so I gotta be ready.
4: Absolutely, man. Uh, J, J.D., you went with uh, you went with Deuce, Alec Burks. What do you know? Alec Burks in the in the building, <laughs> RJ Julius and Mitch. So I guess what what made you go? Uh, well, we'll go ahead, go ahead and uh, and, and explain your, your lineup.
2: Well, I, I'll explain Burks first because I know that's what you want to hear. Yeah, so. This is so oh, confusing. I'm, interested.
4: I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued.
2: Well, I mean, listen. I mean, I guess comparing it to your lineup since we have the most, you know, similar lineups between both of us. To me, it was between Burks and Fournier. I just went, Burks is six six two fourteen Because I already have RJ there for, D. you know, in terms of, you know, the other wing defender, I wanted to go with slightly more uh, quicker foot speed, and in, in my opinion, I think Alec Burks is just a better defender than than Fournier um, in terms of individual defense. And to me, Burks has a, a slightly higher ability to guard a two guard mm-hmm. if you, you switch up than Fournier does. Uh, Fournier is a little bit better against the three. Now you put him in, you know, in a switch against the two. Now you're testing his foot speed, mm-hmm. and I just like Burks' ability to stay in front of kind of a quicker two guard or stronger two guard slightly more than i do fournier Mm -hmm. um so that's that's what you know tilted me to burks over fournier in terms of everyone else i think that again this is a i'm looking at this defensive lineup in terms of last minute offense defense one possession like situational basketball um not like the last three minutes or four minutes of a game Mm -hmm. and because of that he, we saw glimpses of Tibbs use Frank in some of the, you know, in that role, and I just think McBride is a way better defender. I think he's a more versatile defender. I know Frank was a taller player, mm-hmm. but McBride is already showing a better defensive IQ. He he has uh, good lateral quickness, and here's the best thing about him: he competes. He's a competitive defender. He looks like he would go out there and not be afraid to guard. You know a Trey Young or whoever. Not saying he'll stop them, but the compete level will be there mm-hmm. over you know what we've had in the past. So that was my lineup.
4: Yeah, no, that that's good. That that was a good lineup. Um, I went with, as I said, I went with McBride for the same reasons. I just feel like he'll he'll be the best at, at point of attack and be ready to compete um, with, with some of the dogs in the league. I'm gonna keep keep RJ and Fournier because I'm gonna go with the size. I'll leave. You know, if we do have some speedy twos, yeah, the foot speed might not be there, but I'll keep R.J. there and and give Fournier the three assignment. We're gonna have to see how it plays out in, in real life, man. Gonna have to see how that plays out there in the regular season and and uh, see how their team defense is impacted by the loss of uh, of Bullock. But we'll, we'll see if Fournier can hold it down and R.J. as well, Julius. Uh been holding it down man was that to finish at the top of the league in terms of isolation defense as well as post-up defense and then you got the block nest monster. He's going to be all over the place. He's going to be at the perimeter. He's going to recover back to the rim. He's going to be blocking shots at the rim blocking shots in the perimeter. And so obviously block nest monster is going to be a mainstay there. So that'll certainly be an interesting option. And again, you never know. In the middle of the season, when you get into those dog days, I think McBride is going to find his spot, man. I think he'll find his opportunity if Tibbs does a smart thing and, uh, you know, find some areas to, to rest Rose and rest Kemba and, and let IQ and, and McBride handle the duties at the one. Uh, so I, I think this could be a, a realistic um, realistic lineup here.
5: So how, many I see- minutes do you think, how many minutes do you think uh, McBride's going to get this season? Like...
4: A night?
5: Yeah. What do you think his average is gonna be? Twelve. Yeah. You think twelve?
4: Ten. Oh.
5: Ten. Ten. I haven't think it's gonna be that high personally. I nah, think I'm, I'm, I'm talking
4: about on, on the nights that, that uh I'm talking about on the nights that, that Rose and Kemba don't play. If Rose and Kemba are playing, he's not oh, gonna play at all. They're not playing all yeah. yeah. He's not playing yeah. at all.
9: Right.
5: You know what I'm that's saying? What I'm, yeah, that's and that's where I'm kinda of like going with why would you know, we saw Frank go in there. Like, I thought about McBride, and my thing is, like, how often and how successful is it when you just bring in a player just for, like, one possession? Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't see that work with Frank, and Frank was considered, like, one of our better defenders on this team, right? But that didn't work against Trey Young. So that's my thought process for, like, leaving McBride out. Also, we saw what Thibodeau did with rookies last season with Emmanuel Quickly, who everyone was clamoring for, who mm-hmm. gave you that three point shooting, it gave you that versatility. But he only got what? No more than 18 minutes, maybe, like throughout the entire season, if that. So and if we already have two set lineups that we can almost guarantee on a night to night basis, and we're either gonna be missing, you know, Kemba or D Rose, maybe for like some resting. I just don't see where Deuce is gonna get that many minutes. I don't see why you wanna put him in unless he's just that if he's that great defensively, then you need him on the on the floor for that many minutes. But I just don't see how Tibbs is going to want to just put a guy out there for one play when he's not warm. where you need to get in rhythm for a game, to get that to be that defensive stopper that you need it to be. So that's why that's just kind of why. Yeah. I like, I would love to see it. I just don't see just based on like what Thibodeau's been saying, like how he wants to play veterans, all those things. So that's kind of why I left like Deuce off this list.
2: He he. he here's how he can he can find his way to make minutes is it it sounds a little strange but it's just the way it works um when he gets that first opportunity i know he's a rookie but when he gets the first one the first opportunity that first substitution for defense last 30 seconds or whatever the case may be he has to succeed at that first opportunity because then he's going to gain momentum and he's going to immediately kind of validate you know his summer league you know (coughs) hopefully a successful preseason and You know, that will give Tibbs confidence to say, "Okay, I just put the rookie first opportunity and boom, he played well. He didn't miss an assignment. He didn't miss the rotation. You know, he played good defense and it gives you confidence to it. And I think that's how you build him up into more consistent minutes. And one last thing in terms of my lineup, CP, sometimes when you do these defensive lineups, it doesn't work, you know, your way in terms of you calling a timeout and get your offense back in. Sometimes you just the lineup just mm-hmm. finishes the game. Mm-hmm. And in my lineup, that's why I have Burks in as well, because then I don't know that I want to trust McBride that much to run the team. I can put Burks into that playmaking role and still have RJ and McBride out there to maybe hit the corner three. So
4: Right. So what you're saying is Burks is a closer in your eye. That's that's yeah. that's it, bro. <clears throat> now, now Man, we
3: thinking
2: bro you, you kind of you caught me now,
3: into that now one now we <laughs> thinking,
4: what you're saying is Berks, you see Burks as a potential closer, so okay no doubt, and the chat <laughs> the chat has waited on their defensive lineup, they're gonna give me the edge 42% filed by JD at 36% alright, let's take some calls real quick uh, let's go to King D's. King D's has been on the Discord. King D's, how you feeling, bro? King D's, King D's, yo.
2: Yo, 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 you know what it is, man. It's been a while. I'm going to make it real quick. The core four, salute y'all. Know mm-hmm. what I mean? No doubt. Took the summer off. I came back. I heard a rookie kill Jay for Florida, so that was. They're <laughs> Damn, that's tough. But. <laughs> We in the build. We in the building officially, October twentieth. Oh. You know, what I mean, CP. Yeah. I don't got to be the promo, but you already know. Yes. As far as lineups, uh, the starting lineup, because that's how, actually what I wanted to talk about, and I'm gonna make it real quick. I want Rose, RJ, Birkinbag. You know, what I mean, Randall, Mitch. I like that. Mm-hmm. And for defense, de- for defense, I like the JD one. I like McBride, Burks, RJ, Randall, and Mitch. I like that. So, I just wanted to say that. You know, I'm out. y'all do do, do y'all thing
4: appreciate it bro appreciate the call man jay from florida
3: genuine question genuine question because i love what you guys are you guys are saying i Mm -hmm. I mean in a perfect world i I, because deuce is my favorite rookie going into this into the season but Mm -hmm. y'all really think that deuce is going to get the call before quentin grimes because i I feel like defensively i think there's a a a bigger drop off from burks or fournier before any of the other the points so I, i feel like Quentin grimes has that potential to get that call before deuce will mm. uh in in a real game and when it comes to guarding a wing when a wing is killing us or something like that i can see uh grimes getting that call first so, and it's not hate because mm-hmm. i i would love for you guys to be right because i'm ready for <laughs> the deuce mcbride show to take over but i just realistically think that there's just that potential and that window is is more open for uh grimes uh to get to get that like jd said that first opportunity that I, I need you for a defensive stop here to end this third quarter and this second quarter before McBride. So you guys generally don't think Grimes hmm. is going to get that opportunity?
4: Uh, that, that's fair, bro. That's fair. I just feel like <clears throat> at the wings right now, um, you're going to have RJ, you're going to have Fournier, you're going to have Quickly, you're going to have Burks. Right. You know, I just think if, if – I, and I really don't even see it much for McBride if Kemba and Rose are healthy and playing. But if, if right. there's an instance where we're just getting cracked at the point of attack, you know, pick and roll defense is just getting shredded. I still I still I still think Tim sticks with his guns. But if there was yeah. any if there was ever a situation to get McBride in there, I think he, he would get that call just because he'd be one back of those guys, whereas Grimes would be kind of like fourth. more
3: wings. Yeah. OK. That's what you're saying. I, was just, and, I was just genuinely curious. Just genuinely
2: curious. No, and, and I mean, I think, like as you mentioned, I think it depends on the matchup because you know you said Grimes, you said a wing. I don't think McBride would get the call there if the assignment is a wing player, um, you know. And if if it's a guard, when you're looking at a lot of these scoring guards, mm-hmm. and as CP mentioned, you know, like I'm just I'm just banking on the fact that if Tibbs gave uh, Frank a few opportunities then to me he's definitely going to give McBride a few of those opportunities so. especially this year because I think we're weaker at that position mm-hmm. at the guard position but if we're talking wings I don't think McBride will ever be called to to, to you know to get that assignment because he's just he, now you're talking about uh, what a six one six two guard mm-hmm. you know potentially defending the wing position that's that might be a mismatch even him being a, a you know a very good perimeter defender
3: Let's
4: go to a couple more calls. Let's go to Book from Queens. Book, what's good, Book?
9: Yo, I'm doing, doing great, man. Enjoying this show. Y'all got some good lineups this time. My favorite <laughs> two are CP and Alex. Now, For what? Closer what? CP, Close defense?
4: Closer defense? I'm for defense. I'm
9: talking about for defense. Okay. For the defense. okay. For, the de- for the defense joint, right? Yeah. So, the, so here's my thing with McBride. I think he's going to be a demon. But you need to see all of these matchups a couple times, right? Like, mm-hmm. Tibbs ain't going to put him on Dame Lillard to put his, for his rookie year in a closing lineup, in my opinion, over guys he's seen do it before. Like, we know Tibbs is stubborn with that kind of thing. And for that reason, I actually think it's a combination of a couple <laughs> of y'all lineups where it would really be uh, Quick, Burt, RJ, Julius, and Mitch because those guys were all here last year and when Tibbs gets backed into a corner, Tibbs does what he's absolutely doing. <laughs> he's going
4: vets, baby. He's going vets. <laughs>
9: you,
8: know
4: what I'm you heard him say the word and, vet about I, 20 I, times yeah. in a two minute uh press conference yesterday. Vets. <laughs> yeah, said it some more me, today.
9: Yo, you can trust Tibbs to Tibbs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's who I'm rolling with for defense. Uh and and you guys are talking about for the closing. I think the only thing I say about the closing, Kemba gonna be on the floor with Julius and Mitch. Mm-hmm. Everybody else I think is subject to the how you playing, how you feeling rule. Mm-hmm. Rose, how you feeling? You know, RJ, how you playing? Which one to use hotter? RJ, Fournier? And like you said, Burks could get hot too. I wouldn't count him out. But Kemba, Julius, and Mitch, I would be shocked if any of those guys is healthy in an important game where we need to come home with the W and Tibbs ain't rolling with those guys. Okay. He had that look in his eyes when they asked him
4: about Kemba's minute. Yeah. Yeah, true, true story, man. Appreciate the call, book. Appreciate the call. All right, um, let's go through the rest of these because uh, I got a, a hard stop in, in about uh, 20 minutes. All right. Uh, <laughs> so we did the closes. We did the defense. Now let's go offense. Let's have, let's have some fun with it, man. Let's talk about the bucket getters here. All right. So... <laughs> We got the Tradicaster going with Kemba IQ, Burks, Julius, and Mitch for your bucket getters, man. Go, go ahead, Al. Let's go rapid fire. Just let me know what you you were thinking here.
5: Well, as the caller just said, you're not going to have a lineup without Kemba, Randall, and Mitch. And Randall, once again, all, uh, second All NBA, All Star. Was the leading guy last season, Kemba Walker? You're going to have cardiac Kemba back at MSG. You know you're going to have that. You got you got your two shooters in Emmanuel Quickly and Alec Burks. Burks can just get hot at any point. Same thing with Emmanuel Quickly. And I think you want those type of guys on the court when you're getting in crunch time. And you just need to get threes and get some floor spacing. And then Mitch just lob threats. Mm. And still mm-hmm. gives you, and he still mm-hmm. gives you that room protection too.
4: CK, you're going with again the Kemba Rose backcourt. Alec Burks in here. Burks made everybody's lineup. Uh,
7: yeah.
4: RJ and Julius.
2: CK's I, dying. I,
3: I <laughs> can't believe I thought I was going to get killed, but I got y'all with me on this Everybody, with yeah. RJ and wow. Julie.
2: Wow. Well, you all well, got well. the small ball five. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking, too. <laughs> when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, do I really want to do this? I, man,
3: <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm processing I'm processing yeah you know it was really hard for me to not have quick I know that it's going to be more realistic that quickly is going to be on there but when I see the word buckets I cannot Think cannot not have Kemba or Derrick Rose. So I said, if I'm gonna put both of them on there, <laughs> I'm sorry. quick. I love you. I know you actually called me on the court, but I had to go with my guns on this one. And I, yeah, I went small ball because I think a lot of these Eastern Conference teams are going to be running with a lot of small ball. We're in the Bulls talking about DeMar DeRozan playing the four. So right. I think there's going to be some situations where this could be realistic. So I just can't believe that three of us got this. I, that, that blew my mind. I was not ready for that. I was not ready for that.
4: JD, jd you went with um uh kemba quick burks julius and uh and rj and julius
2: yes sir um I, i'm just thinking you know i'm going small ball lineup obviously um i'm just looking at the way you know rj is going to defend that four position you look around the nba you know, a lot of these fours, you know, Jason Tatum in Boston, LeBron, Paul George, et cetera, like they're they're playing the fours anyway. So I don't think it really hurts the lineup going there. Um, and I'm looking at, you know, playmaking. I have two playmakers with uh, Kemba and Burks. So if you have a good defender on Kemba, well, let's go. Let's go with Burks. Let's let's run the offense around him. And Kemba can still shoot the the spot up three. And then how can I not have quickly there who can shoot from the logo, from half court, from the stadium, from the concession stand? Doesn't matter. He's going to be ready to pull up. So to me, when I look at buckets, I'm looking at players that have the ability to go on fire. Uh Kemba could catch fire. We already know Burks is streaky, quickly could catch fire. He can be a spark plug. Uh, RJ is steady and Randall's our best player.
4: I'm with you on that one, man. I'm going with absolute guys that, that could fill it up. Obviously, it's it's hard for me to leave Kemba off these lineups, man. It's it just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going with the incumbent with Rose uh, because just recency bias, just seeing it last year. Quick, we, we know what quick can do and run it up in spurts. You go back to that Portland game where him and Simons went went uh, shot for shot and him and Dane were going at it late in the fourth quarter or in the second half. Burks, ready made my case for Burks, man. He's my closer. He was the, buck, the bucket getter for that team last year, and I think he'll get that opportunity this year. You know, Ian Begley did mention that the, that the organization was looking at RJ at the four in certain situations last year. I'm not sure if you guys have read that article, but he did mention that just recently, and then we'll go Julius at the five. Realistic? Probably not. But if we mm-hmm. need some offense... You know, if we if we down ten to the next, and we want to go on a little run, we know Blake Griffin is soft at the five. We know we can run on him. This is where I'm going. I'm going with with D Rose, quick, uh, uh Burks, R J Julius. I got five guys that could bring the ball up, five guys that could play make, five guys that shot over forty percent from three, and and that's where I'm going, man. That that that's where I'm going. So, people in the chat have voted. On their buckets lineup, and they're going with JD, thirty six percent for JD second CK two K with thirty percent. So I think they they're feeling that Kemba and Rose lineup there CK. They, they like that. Yeah,
3: I can't. I you know what? I just can't choose between us. So I'm just gonna keep throwing them out there again. I'm sorry. I, can't, I ain't, I ain't going to apologize. by <laughs>
4: Shout out to uh, Shane Mack in the chat, uh, sent a super chat. He said, uh, CK2K, but all these lineups will be used at some point in the season. So I think he was talking about the uh, the closer lineup. So he went with CK on the closer lineup as well. All right, last one for the night. And then we'll close. With, we got Jay from Florida waiting on the line. We'll close with him. Um, the wish list. What is the lineup that, you know, you would just want to see out there at some point this season? And uh, what, what is your wish list lineup, man? So, Al, yours was uh, Kemba, Quickly, RJ, OB, and, and Julius, man. Get, get ahead with your thoughts on this one.
5: Yeah, I'd like to see them, you know. It's funny that you guys have your <laughs> Julius Randle at the five for the last one. But and I just don't see that <laughs> happening yeah. that often yeah, not but yet everyone understands like that's probably not going to happen that often but everyone's like yeah randall at the five that's going to happen i love <clears> it uh now for this one kemba i want to see kemba with quick out there just like that as a backcourt i think that would be good like good firepower just like a lot of like you got quickly who can space the four you got kemba with this creativity and it's good finishing around the rim so they kind of balance each other out rj gives you that wing defense while still being a solid a solid shooter uh, hopefully from the videos that we saw that his pull-up game off the dribble is good. So hopefully he can still add the offense there as well. Obi Toppin and Julius Randle, I would just like to see them do this as a small ball five to get Obi some more minutes and Randle being strong enough to bo- like to uh, bang with the fives. Like you saw him go against Andre Drummond. You see that he can handle some of those bigger dudes. So I'd like to see him there and get Obi some running, get some open court runs and alley oops to this guy. So, and move fast too. That's really why I want to see how this lineup. C.K.
4: going with McBride, Grimes, R.J., and he throws in Kevin Knox. A Kevin Knox sighting, people. Boiled, man.
2: With I'm Julius boiled.
4: at the five. Yeah. Kevin Knox returns yeah. in a yeah, C.K. two yeah, yeah. K. If he was coaching a C.K. two K. lineup.
3: Yeah, this is this is my two K. lineup is what I'm gonna call this one because I <laughs> this is this is what I would love to see. I, yeah, I know I can hear the chat. Y'all gonna be laughing, <laughs> Kev, You gonna put Kev like this? Is- <laughs> That's fine. Remember who was one of our best three-point shooters last season, and that was Kevin. I think with the spacing of this lineup, obviously, I just want to see our rookies. I, I believe in our guys in Deuce and um, Q, and I, I love J.D. throwing Jericho Sims in there because I, I wanted to. I just couldn't do it. I had to have – with this nonsense, I had to have RJ and Julius in there, <laughs> so I had to have that to, to, to bring it down to the level. But I, I can't wait to hear what J.D. has to say about his lineup. But, yeah, man, I ain't giving up on, on Kev, on my, on my CK – 2K literally 2K uh, lineup right here. <laughs> KeV got that forward to space out the um to space the floor for me. I think it would be a lot of fun to see this in a in a you know, I don't know if we're we're playing really well in the garden or something crazy. I don't know. I, I I'd love to see this.
4: JD's rocking with Team JD. He's going with uh, Kemba. McBride, R.J., Ob, and he throws in Jericho. Look out below. The tomatoes is out for Kevin Knox right now. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. on,
3: bro. on.
4: Jericho, yeah. uh, JD, what's up with your lineup, man? All
2: right. So hear me out on this lineup. So <laughs> let's start. <laughs> let's start with uh, Sims. Okay. So the reason. And again, this is the wish list. This is the lineup that we would like to see at some point this yeah, season. Yeah. This is still a competitive season. So I still want to win games. Yeah, right, you know? right, right. You know, this, I don't want to just throw a lineup, lineup out there. The, the most fantasy so, lineup. The way that I thought about it is how can I realistically put a lineup out there that we can see and can still be competitive and potentially give us, you know, some competitive minutes. And with Sims, I'm looking at it like Mitch is in a contract year. Noel, you re but I don't know that he's your future center. Depending on how it goes with Mitch, before the end of the year, let's see what Sims has there for a few minutes to see what you have, right? Because if if we decide early that Mitch is not going to be a part of the future, whether it's because he you know is not coming back healthy from injury or whatever the case may be, or contract, you know, financial reasons, you want to be able to see what you have in Sims at least for next year. So mm. you bring him up. You play him some minutes. And also his skill set is easier to translate in an NBA competitive game than if he was a scorer. Mm-hmm. You know, scoring prospects are harder to put in a game and you expect him to do that than a defensive player. You know, a good example is Nick Claxton from the Nets, mm-hmm. who is young and raw, but the Nets still threw him out there because yeah. he was with, you know, a good a lot of good players around him.
5: Yeah, well that's why
2: I have Kemba. So it all connects. That's why I have Kemba because if I'm going to bring Sims up, let me put an experienced point guard that can maybe use play the pick and roll and get him some of those alley oops and get him some uh, confidence while he plays uh, there. Obi because at the end of the day, I want you, I want him to play with Kemba. I want to play fast and you got to see what you, what, what, you know, what you have there. You know, because of the future. Um, and then McBride. You know, because I want him to play him at the two, I wouldn't want him to play at the one, and Kemba, just as the organizer of this young lineup. Now, R.J. self-explanatory.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I'm I'm going. My wish list is is a potential uh, core, a potential future five, if you will. You know, with with McBride at the one, Grimes at the two, R.J. Julius and and Obi. Um, with with McBride. You know, obviously, you know, full-time, I'm not sure if, if he can handle point guard duties, but you're going to put him out there and see. You know, your defense is is, is going to be on point with uh, with McBride, Grimes, and RJ. You'll have some nice three-point shooting in this lineup as well. And like I said, I want to see, see what the young kids are going to do because they, they're not going to get much playing time this season, so... Uh, I'm going to grant them that with with my wish list lineup. And then, look, we, we started the show with Obi. I'm going to close it with Obi in, in saying that. I want to see if, if you know, he says he's been working on his defense. He's been working on his threes. How do he and Julius coexist? Can they coexist in a lineup together for a couple of, you know, for, for a stretch? You're not looking for a full-time situation here. Obviously, like Tibbs, I want to see Mitch out there for rim protection. But I want to see... Does Obi have some longevity here on this team? Is he just going to be a, you know, a highlight reel for 10 minutes a night for his career here? Or is there you know, a realistic possibility of some some clutch minutes with he and Julius out there uh, uh, playing off of each other and spacing the floor for each other? And as Tibbs says, it's going to come down to his defense and rim protection. Not sure if they're going to put Julius in that spot because he's our guy. I don't know if you want to have him banging down low like that and then having him, you know, uh, trusting him to score in the clutch. You want to take some of that pressure off him. So I think a lot of it is is on Obi. So that's my five, man. I'm going McBride, Grimes, RJ, Julius, and Obi. Never going to happen, but (laughs) that's why (laughs) it's it's the wish list. All All right. That's the point of it. All right, let's let's uh let's close the show with uh with Jay from Florida, and, and then
1: I got a boogie. Jay, what's going on? What's good, fellas, man. Run it up, hit that like button, and hit that subscribe button, as always. Shout out to my opening acts, you know, King D's and my man Joel from Staten Island. I like Joel, though. Joel <laughs> know a little bit about basketball. King D's knows nothing about basketball. That's why you gotta get on the phone and get on quick. You gotta get on, get on quick. Anyway. I've been watching your man, Tibbs, for the last two days, man. Thomas Joseph Thibodeau Jr., born in 1958. I brought this this topic up last summer. Thomas Thibodeau refuses to go small, right? Yeah. If you look at the NBA, the top eight teams in the league as far as offense last year, and it, it, it reflects the playoffs. Brooklyn, the Clippers, Utah, Phoenix, Portland, Milwaukee, Denver, and Atlanta. They don't care about rim protection, Tiz. we putting out the most efficient, efficient offensive lineup every night. That whole nerlins and, and, and Mitch lineup, he living and down with man. he got to stop. It's not 2012. 2012, that would have worked. But LeBron was still watching him every, every playoff. He mm-hmm. can't turn around three-pointers in his face. You know what I'm saying? Tiz lets you know what he's thinking every interview. You see my man said, Vets, you know, you got to hang out with Vets to be,
7: to be good. You got to,
1: you know, play Vets. You got to, you know, you, you hang around the Vets, you know. like He says Vets 25 times in the interview, bro. You know what I'm saying? Typically needs to do his job, get Kevin Knox off the bench, figure out what Kevin Knox is doing. Shout out my man CK. Shout out my man Ari. You know, we got to get Kevin Knox off the bench, right? See what we have with Kevin Knox. He's 6'9", 220 pounds, long arms. He's the prototypical NBA wing. Teach that man how to play defense. Put a fire under. Try to get something out of Kevin Knox. I'm tired of the Alec Burks. My last point is <laughs> Kemba and D Rose won't play together. Kemba, yeah, if you look yeah. at the picture they took for, for uh, Media Day, Kemba's small, man. Kemba got to be, a 5'11, foot. He's not playing them both together, man. If you look at Elf, Thibodeau played Elf all season last year with Bullock because he liked that switchable defense. He liked the fact that Elf was. Six four, six five, right? Even though he was trash, trashy a kid, when he was engaged, that was a decent defender. He, he had the size. Tibbs is always trying to start the game ahead. If you notice, he wanted the lead. He's not gonna play. I don't think he'll close with D Rose and Kemba. I don't think he'll start them. I think he'll stagger them always. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, I'm gone, man. Shout out to my to my opening acts, King D's, and, and, and my young boy from Staten Island, man. I respect the young boy from Staten Island, but King D's don't don't know nothing about basketball. Trash. <laughs>
4: All right, so we know Battle of the Fans is, is going to happen, man. King D's and, and Jay are definitely 90
7: seconds.
4: on the collision course. All right, so Jay from Florida, definitely appreciate that. Great show, fellas. Great show as usual. And uh, yeah, man, we're we coming up on it. October 5th, Tuesday. Knicks, Pacers at MSG Preseason Tilt. Oh man, I'm re- I'm ready to go, fellas. I- I'm definitely man. ready to go, man. It's it's time. It- it's definitely time, man. So let's let's get it going. Can't wait for that. Um yeah, let- let's go ahead and sign out. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. We're getting ready for the preseason and ultimately another season of Knicks basketball. Looking forward to it, man. Alex, go ahead and sign out. Let them know where they can find you, man.
5: Guys, this was a lot of fun. Even though I lost every single one of them, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I'll take it. Take it. I'll take it. It's all good. It's so, all the good fun, man. All the good, all fun, good man. fun, man. Yeah. But, uh, nah, a lot of fun as always. Make sure to check out KnicksFanTV.com. You can find me over at KnicksJets, uh, Knicks etc. We're all part of the fan Sign Media Network. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the other streaming platforms. Uh, yeah, guys. A lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey man
2: Alex, Alex is gonna go back to the spreadsheet just <laughs> yeah, in, back what, did
5: the wrong, board, what did I do wrong, man? What <laughs> did I do wrong? Going back to the drawing board.
4: <laughs> J- JD let him know where they can find you, bro. Uh,
2: JD Sports Talk NY on Twitter. JD Sports Talk on YouTube. And it was a it was a fun show. And Alex is fine because this is these these are our our lineups. We don't know what Tibbs is gonna do. So yeah. that's the fun part right. That's a, fact. About that's a fact. And you know, I can't wait. Can't wait for Tuesday. First preseason game. And we get a first glimpse of this team. And let's get it.
3: Yes, sir. CK. Uh I'm ready to take uh bets. Uh I I fully believe that uh we will see at some point this season. I'm wait- I'll be waiting for the tweets in the comments. We're going to see Kemba and D-Rose together. I'm trying to tell y'all. I didn't put him on three of the four of my liners for no damn reason. I'm trying to tell y'all. But we'll see. I'll wait for the tweets. I'll wait for them to come. But you know, if you find me over at CKTK, but more importantly, make sure you subscribe right here. Hit that like button. Tuesday, boys. Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm Tuesday.
4: I'm Looking forward to it, man. And yeah, man. Great show, everybody. Hit that thumbs up one more time. Salute to my panel. Great job as usual. And, uh, yeah, man, you guys know this show is also available in audio podcast format. Go to KnicksFanTV.com for the links to tonight's show. Uh, Shout out to the Replay Gang, those of you that are watching and catching up on demand. Salute to you guys as well. Leave your comments, man. Keep the comments. Keep the discussion going. Give us your closing lineups, your defense, your your wish list. Throw it all in the comment section after tonight's show, and uh, we'll, we'll keep the discussion rolling. Remember tonight's show is also brought to you by my guys at Fort Animal Law. Shout out to Anthony and David. Sign up for the Knicks home opener giveaway. Go to KnicksFanTV.com to do that. And also remember that this show is brought to you by uh, by Manscaped. Presented by Manscaped. As my guy Tom said, keeps him. Keeps. I forgot what he said, but salute to Tom for the promo. I don't want to get it wrong, so you know (laughs) what I mean. That'll be real flagrant. So I'm gonna just keep it, keep it PG family show. Go to manscaped.com, promo code KFTV, 20%
9: off plus free shipping.
4: See you.